mean bitch? I think the word bitch is a very good word, actually. I like reclaiming it. There's like people, they're really rude and they're mean. And I go, oh, that fucking bitch. She's such a bitch. Oh, she's my arch nemesis, that fucking bitch. But I'm like, Savage. I'm a Kim Cattrall, like I'm a Samantha Jones kind of bitch. You know, like friends with all the popping gays, Chanel, Dior, Wang, 7G, Loft, and Tribeca. That bitch. Do you see the format? This ain't no floppy disk. This is an original PDF. I look like a Tiffany. Like I look like a bitchy ass girl named Tiffany who probably fucked your man or something like that. For a long time, young women such as myself had to be very careful what we, how we spoke to people. I think a lot of people assume that brown women are like angry and coarse, but I think we rightfully are so. I don't give a fuck any fucking more. I'm gonna be the biggest bitch to you. I'm extremely coarse when it comes to my work. If it doesn't go my way, if it isn't in the form that I want it, I'm not happy. I have a high caliber for what I find acceptable. Oh, like she's a bitch. Well, you know what? I am a bitch. My tax bracket is hefty. You know, there's levels to this bitchiness. Be an excellent bitch. Don't be a petty bitch. It's called Bitch 101. And I'm the professor. Professor bitch. School is in session. Open a book. Let me read you down. Let me tell you what kind of bitch you are. You a popping bitch? You a rad bitch? This spectrum reads. It's like the pH scale. Bitch, 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 bitch. I'm not a mean bitch. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Me too. Um, that is Princess Nokia, who I love, 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 love. Um, she's just dope because like she's from uptown and she's like a little ratchet as you can see, but then she's also like very, very like spiritual and very smart and just like. I don't know. Like her personality, like reminds me a lot of mine's. But a holistic hoe. That's what she I like that. Hmm. <laughs> I never heard that. I never knew that she calls herself that. that that's pretty dope. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like right on the money. <laughs> it's Brianna T. And it's JQ. And you are listening to No Boys Allowed. True. Presented by Van Clure. True. All of that is true. Facts. No lies there. <laughs> um. So yeah. So, Brianni, how was your weekend? I didn't even get to ask me that, even though I know, but I know. Or your week. How about your week? Because, like, I feel like if I just ask how was your weekend, I'm missing out on a whole five days. Fair. And today is still part of the weekend. My weekend isn't over. The um, weekend's over. You're going to go home and go to sleep. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, my week My week was pretty good. I got a lot of work done. My grandma came into town. Um, is she still here? No. She left yesterday. Um I went on a date. Is it a date? Yeah, it was a date. Hanging out, whatever. Um, it was cute. That's, I like that. What about you? My week was fun. Um, fun. What did you do? I played air hockey, which is my favorite thing on the earth to play. And you think you're the best at? I am the best at. No think. one's ever beat me. Um, like people, but you haven't played me, so people. So I didn't play Brie, but just to be clear, we were somewhere where I played someone else and she didn't want to play. Just like FYI. Um, I was not into playing games. I had other games to play. Let's keep it real. I didn't feel like beating anybody um, that day. But yes, I played air hockey. Like I've been beat before, but I always do best out of three. No one's ever like people beat me in one game, but they've never had like the best out of three. So like no one. Um, I played my boyfriend. I beat him after he talked so much shit. Um, so that was exciting. I went to eat this weekend, um, Lobster Club in the city, which is really, really good. Um, and you said it was expensive. Oh, it was. They have like, f- they have four dollar signs on Yelp, bitch. Yeah. I'm t- every time I go, every time someone mentions a restaurant, 
I like I like to look it up online first. And if the dollar signs are too much, depending on what my budget is for the week, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll give you another suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at the like prices and stuff because online their menu doesn't have prices. And that's that's the problem, bitch. Whenever you go to a restaurant that doesn't have prices, make sure you get the motherfucking price. OK. But no, they had like sca- like their scallop was like a one scallop for twenty one dollars, and I was just like, yeah, that's kind of wild. That yeah, I lost your fucking mind. <laughs> that is pretty wild. Um, the appetizers was like thirty dollars. I'm like, bitch, this is a meal. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but it was really good. Um, the appetizers were really, 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 really good. The main courses were. Mm, that's that's disheartening because I really want to go to. Did you take pictures inside? Because I saw the pictures; they were super cute. Um, I didn't take pictures inside. It's not like a place you can really take pictures. Number one, it's like very like upscale, old and white. Mm. So it's like a whole bunch of like old white people there who would probably the, complain if they were like, if your picture was like close enough to, I don't fucking know. Was the decor cute though? Like it, it, it is, but like the lighting is not good. Mm. Like it's just like really dark and like, I didn't, I didn't like the vibe of it. Um, the food was good, but the vibe was just like dark and a whole bunch of old people. And the music was like seventies music. And Ugh. yeah, I think like they need to you figure out. You should have just went to Blue Ribbon. They have cute ass music. They do have really good music. But I, just I don't know how to say the the eight the. Kaz- rest of it. Me either. Because it's like an Asian Blue Ribbon Kazu Kazu. I don't I don't know, girl. I don't know. Asian Pear. people, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I don't know. The oxtail. They're no. I don't it's know why fried. I said Asian people, Japanese people. It's a yeah. Japanese thing. Their beef. What is it called? Their f- oxtail fried rice. Oxtail fried rice, yes. <sighs> so good. I never had that because I don't eat oxtail. Um, but I get the duck fried rice and it's really, really, and I love me some duck. So hmm. there's that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know like this podcast is still in the beginning. So a lot of you, this may be your first time listening or whatever and all that good stuff. We just want to do like a short like reintroduction again um, about what the podcast is. So Brianna, you want to introduce Van Clore again really quickly for those who never heard it before? Well, do I want to introduce it? Not necessarily, but I will. (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) Okay. Well, the... As it's described, it's a Van Killer is a community for dope ass women who want to take the world by storm while being their true and authentic selves. So this that's podcast, the short form. Yes, um, no boys allowed was kind of created, so we can like we're we're working on building Van Clore. We're like building an app, and we're gonna get like a permanent space um, in 2019. But a in the meantime, space. yeah, it's a co working space. In the meantime, you know, we want to give you guys like really cool content. So this podcast was part of it. There are more things coming, but the podcast is like it's also a fun way for me to hang out with Briani. Once um, a week. I mean, yeah, once a week. You gotta <laughs> hang out with her more than that. But That's true. yes, um, so we wanted <laughs> to give you guys cool content. We're like still like tweaking and turning things around. So. You know, things may change. We may have segments and then get rid of them because we want to make sure it's perfect because, you know, you bitches deserve the best. True. That is very true. No, that, uh. I, like that was not one. That wasn't a lie at all. Yeah. They deserve the best. <laughs> true. I also feel like since we this is more of a like a fun thing for us to do while we are, like JQ said, releasing dope content and just really getting to know who like letting everyone get to know who we are, what we're interested in, and really trying to show and highlight what we are trying to do with Van Clure in the long term. Yes, yes. 
Um, in the long term, what we're trying to do, we're just trying to give women a community to like be themselves and be creative and like cultivate community. So um, the theme of this podcast, like if we really just wanted to be like two black millennial women, like navigating the world of business and consciousness. So like, you know, we want when you listen, we want you to have some fun, learn a few things and kind of we want it to kind of be the vibe as like two women with like careers, like chit chatting over some cocktails. I was gonna say one, but I like one or three or five. Um, I don't after think work. I've ever drink five cocktails. I think my max is three. Um, <laughs> have you been a Rosa Mexicano before? Mm-hmm. So the pomegranate margarita, I've drunk like five before because it's so good. And Were you fucked up. Oh yes. You see, I so I used to drink like really heavy, and I would drink like three uh, blue Long Island iced teas. And Ooh, girl. those things have like five, six different liquors in it. And I used to be fine. I feel like bitches who drink that kind of stuff, they like carry razors in their in their mouth. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it, but no, it was so you know Q. Q put me on to those. She was a bartender and I used to go to her bar like once a week and she I used to get regular Long Islands and then sorry, I'm like going off track, but no, whatever. And so from there, every time I went to her bar, I was getting blue long island iced teas and then i don't know where my drink tolerance went i literally can only drink wine or maybe two cups of one type of drink i'm always throwing up now i love wine white wine Mm. specifically maybe we should maybe we should we should go wine tasting i i wanted to do that in like california in napa valley yes um yeah let's do that when we go to california but maybe we should bring some alcohol when we record (laughs) We yeah, should do I would like be a, a little belligerent. <laughs> Not a little, a lot belligerent. I would probably be saying a lot of fucked up stuff. We should do like a like a like a drinking game with listeners. Like every time you hear this word, take a drink. True. It would be like no, true. They would die. Yeah, that's true. They would actually die. <laughs> if I say true one more time, if I say right or like one more time, I'm gonna slip my own throat at this point. But you know, back to back to the main point. We just want it to be Something where the ladies sit down and it's like you're sitting down listening to your girlfriends mm-hmm. talk about their week and about what's happening with other women of color and just feeling like they have a place to, you know, go that people are sharing their same experiences and yeah, really yeah not is. only just sharing same experiences like, yeah, we're going to like highlight um, women of color and like share experiences, but also I think. I think that it's also important to just talk about like what's currently going on in the business world because like you know like I said we want you guys to learn something um, every time you listen and just like be privy to like what's going on in the business world and while women of color are like doing amazing 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 things the truth is they don't have the resources so Mm -hmm. sometimes in order to get important lessons you got to take them from like other people who are not people of color so there's that that's the goddamn truth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on that note um let's jump into this week's business segment so there were a few things going on um in the media that i read about um or just like not even read about that i just noticed so one thing in particular that has been um pretty interesting to me has been um companies so there are three commercials that are like kind of make me giggle so Wells Fargo, Facebook, and then Uber, they all put out, like, commercials saying sorry. Basically, sorry for everything we did in the past, and we're going to get better. Have you saw any of them? You don't watch TV. I don't TV. watch TV, unless it's Game of Thrones. I literally do I not know. watch. <laughs> okay, so Wells Fargo put out a commercial um, 
I'm not Wells Fargo banks have a lot of scandals truly so I'm like and I'm not really into like finance so I'm not super privy to exactly what they did but um it basically was a commercial saying that like we were one of the first banks to do this and we and they had like people on horses like supposed to be like back in the day and they were saying like um I guess they were having these these competitions for branch managers mm. that like caused them to maybe like not actually help consumers like maybe sell things to them that they didn't actually need Mm. in order to like reach their goals so the commercial was them saying like we're sorry we're gonna get it right we like canceled those goals and we're not gonna do that stuff anymore um and then facebook's was (laughs) facebook's was saying like hey we started as this company that you can see your friends on and find out that your uncle had a life too when he was younger and like share pictures of cats and then something happened fake news Mm. And they were saying, like, you know, like, we're going to fix our shit. And, like, we're not going to have any of that anymore. They're not going to have any fake news? That's what they were saying. Like, we're going to get it together. Mm. Um, but then Uber recently, and, like, I can't, like, I'm not going to be biased here. Because, um, <laughs> like, I work there. But Uber put out a commercial with its CEO and basically saying the same thing. Like, sorry for everything we did in the past. We're getting better. Uh, and we're going to, like, make all these changes. And to be fair... I hate every single one of those commercials, like, honestly and truly. And it's something that, and I'm pretty sure that, like, every company, they spoke to whoever in their business department, their marketing department, their brand department, whatever, and they decided, like, hey, this is a good thing. Like, their their executive leadership was like, hey, this is cool. Like, we want to take ownership for what we did. But there were a few issues. First of all, the Facebook one said, but then fake news happened, as if, like, it just got dropped on their doorstep like no you reported it you posted it you let it go all over your i don't even use facebook like that facebook sucks what the hell is going on over there but i mean i would take a job at facebook so let me take that back um facebook is great (laughs) (laughs) i i really don't want another job for any other white owned business to be fair I mean, if they contracted me to do something, maybe I would take their money. I would not literally work for them and get a salary and shit like that. I would work as a contractor. Fair. But next. Yeah, I don't know. I, so what what do they mean? Fake news happen. Let's unpack that because I don't get it. I'm not really sure what you I'm not I'm not sure how to. They're saying fake news happened, and then what do they do with it? They're saying that they like left posted it on their time. Like, well, if they didn't post it. They're saying, sorry, okay. <laughs> They're saying, like, like obviously Facebook has been, the last couple of years, they've been known for, like, having fake news all over their site. Oh, are they? Hmm. I mean, the whole Russia investigation was, like, oh. partly on Facebook. They were saying, like, all the, like, articles that, like, Russia posted. I mean, like, yeah, that, like, the Russian, I don't know if Russia, I, they, I think it's proven that Russia did it. But they were saying, like, all of those articles. Uh, and just like Facebook is, if you go on Facebook, you'll see like a random news article that's like 100% not true. Um, hmm. So they were like, they're basically saying they're going to do a better job. I'm so regulate. misinformed about Facebook. This is why I'm asking. I'm like, what the hell happened on there? Because every time I go on there, they're posting some shit from Twitter that I seen months ago. And, and now you mean like people are posting it? P- people. Yeah. I don't really look. I don't know. I don't know what's going on on there. I don't look at it. Um, no, so this is not people, this is just like... In their news column? Yes, like in the mm-hmm. news segments. Um, and it's like, you know how you can buy ads and stuff yes. on Facebook? So it's like new, it's like f- company, I mean, websites, like media companies who are like just making up bullshit and like posting mm. it on Facebook. Um, 
I mean, that's I that's like literally the, all the news was about for like three months. Um, especially when like especially when it came to the Russian investigation. You also know I do not watch the news. <laughs> Every time I watch the news, I'm bowling crying. I'm like too sensitive to watch all of that shit, or I can't handle it. Bowling crying over what though? Like bad stuff that's happening to people. So like the whole the investigation that um, there was a a trainer for like the Olympics, not the Olympics, oh, but yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. gymnastics. Larry, Larry Nassau. Yes, and so like all of the girls who were they were at his sentencing and they were reading their letters and all. I was boo hoo crying. Um, I'm trying to remember the other things that I watched. Like every time I watch something or read something, I'm like, damn, this is just sad and fucked up. I mean, I watch mostly political news. Mm. Um, and, like, obviously, if certain, certain things happen in, like, Syria, they're going to talk about that or, like, what's going on. <sighs> yeah, what's going on in Palestine. Like, they're going to talk about those things. But it's, like, mostly political commentary. And I just watch the news because, like, I, I, I can watch national political news. I cannot watch, like, Channel 7 news because, like, that's, like, a little... Number too one close is just to home. It's, no, it's just not good. Number mm. one, um, and number two, like they're like, oh, like this woman got raped on this street. Like that's just not like that happens every day, and I don't need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Like the political, I, I'm, I don't learn anything from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I, for me, it's very important for me to watch news because, like, I want to be able to know, not just know what's going on in the world, but like just be able to have conversations. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's like, hey, this is happening. I like like to know a little bit. Of, I like to say I like to know a little bit about a lot. There are some things, a few things that I know a lot about, but I like to just know like a little bit about a lot so that I can just like be privy to what's going on. Um, but yes, the companies apologized. And I just think that um, for huge companies like that, right? Because I, I think when we think about companies or even like when a lot of times black people talk about entrepreneurship, we, we got to take our mind off of like, hey, like these small companies, because if we really want to achieve great things, like we should be having companies that are becoming Fortune 500 companies, mm-hmm. which is the reason why I would always be totally willing to work for a Fortune 500 company, because a CEO for a Fortune 500 company makes more money than like most entrepreneurs, you know? So mm-hmm. like that, that is like super, that is like super successful or whatever. But anyway, um... I'm like a PR head. I majored in PR in school. So, like, I love talking about PR and just, like, how that happened. So, Brie, I guess, even though you didn't see the commercials, it doesn't really, like, you don't need to see the commercials because they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not worthy of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say, like, you were running a company and your company had some type of scandal that could could be your fault. Or even if it wasn't your fault, obviously, it's still your fault if you're the CEO. Right. Like, do you see yourself kind of doing a commercial to just tell the public, I'm sorry? Hmm. Like, how would you handle that if you had to put on your, like, PR hat? That's a very interesting question. You caught me off guard here. Um, I'm not specifically sure how I would handle it. I don't... Hmm. I, like, yes, I do think people should apologize for the stuff oh, that they've sure. done. Um, as, as far as companies go. In general, you should apologize. Um, hmm. What I do a commercial. I don't know if commercials are super effective. So I don't think I would. But I'm not sure. So I did. The the issue that I did. It's not that I didn't like they had a commercial. I didn't like that they just like. Like Facebook said like fake news happened. That's not really you taking responsibility. It didn't happen. Like we allowed fake news to happen. I feel like that would have been. Mm-hmm. I had like hey we're actually taking responsibility for this. Because what they said was then something happened fake news started popping up 
And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I feel like there's a better way to apologize. I guess if you want to apologize nationally all at one time, a commercial might be the best way, but I don't know if that's like very personable. I mean, fair, fair. But you got to remember when it's like those companies like that. Those yeah, are, I mean, those, those companies are international have like, companies. Yeah, they have like billions or millions of customers. Huge. I mean, I know Wells, I don't know if Wells Fargo is an international company, but they're definitely but they, a huge company. They still have millions and billions of customers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it depends. Yeah, Facebook, I guess, is, Facebook is fucking huge. Yeah. Right now, you can meet people on the other side of the world with no problem with Facebook. Um, can you? You know, I read an article recently, um, not recently, maybe a couple of months ago, and it's basically saying that, like, social media really doesn't open the open like you up to the world as much as you think it is. Because, like, when you're on social media, like, you're still in, like, a little bubble. They were like, you don't go out of your way to, like, interact with people with different political views than you. You don't go out of your way to interact with people who speak a different language than you. And, like, I was thinking about that. And I was like, that is true. Like, most people I follow on social media are, like, people that if they look. similar to you? Not just similar to me, but, like, a lot of them, like, I know, like, if I don't know them personally, like, I know them through, like, a friend. Mm -hmm. Or even if they, like, live in a different state and I don't know them personally, if they lived in New York City, like, we could probably be friends. Well, okay. So, I do know that I, I speak with people who I have similar interests with. And I've met people, like, through social media from different states. Not different countries. But definitely different states. And when I went to a different state, like, I would meet up with them and we were cool and all of that stuff. But is that my bubble? Like, if I didn't know them? Yeah, because they're like, this, you're cool. Like, it's people that if you were in the same state with them, you would have no problem being cool with them. Like, it doesn't really introduce you to as many things as people think it does. Hmm. But if I never met them via social media, then I would have never met, like. Yeah, but you're not, it's not opening you up to anything. Like, what is it opening you up to? New friendships. No, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> New friendships. But that's not what it's saying. It's talking about, like, your mind bubble. So, like, is mm. it, like if your mind, like, for example, um, you, you're not having, like, dialogue with people who have, like, 100% different views than you. Like, you're not having dialogue with, like, a Trump supporter or someone who be like, I don't fucking know what people, I don't, I don't know people who have different views than me because I don't really interact with them. Hmm. That's a good point. But I, I, I don't think I would want to. I don't know if I would want to. Uh, yeah, it's not about that, but it's saying like when people talk about social media, like that's what they say. Like it can open you up to like all these new things, like you can meet tons of people, and like well, you can you, meet tons of people. I don't know if it opens you up to a lot of new things. I mean, that's what that's like literally like if you Google social media, like that, like that's what like social media is known for. Like it can introduce you to like a whole new world and all these things. And like there, there were a lot of recent articles basically saying that that's actually not true. I can see, I can see that. I'm thinking about how I use it social media helped me to like become a more of an entrepreneur and yeah, earn more yeah, money. Definitely. Um, and learn, like I'll see things coming across my timeline and I'll read it like maybe a, a thread and then I'll go Google what they're talking about or whatever. And maybe I'll learn different things, but I only learn about the things that interest me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not opening. Yeah, to, exactly. That's hmm, what it's saying. That's true. That, that That's actually fair. Hmm. I mean, I'm really thinking about this. No, because <laughs> in real life or social media, I'm not going to speak to, I, I wouldn't care to speak to somebody who had like completely different views of me because I would be open to it. Well, 
depends on what their view is. So if it's like about religion and marriage and things like that, that I can tolerate maybe, but like racist stuff and like things that have to do with race and, you know, um, things of that nature, I would, I don't think I would, could handle it. I wouldn't want to sit down and speak with the racist. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like in theory I would be open to it, but I also don't, I don't, like, I'm not really good with censoring myself. So they just be, they also just have to be open to, like, my real and honest feedback. But I think I'm, I think I'll be open to it. I think I would speak to anyone, truly. I like speaking to people. I'm not a good 100%. I'm not comfortable with discourse in that matter. So I, I that wouldn't, makes sense. I wouldn't want to do sense. that. Mm-mm. I would just be, <laughs> I would be so annoyed that I, like I shut down and I won't, I'd be like, oh, okay. Okay. Like I just literally <laughs> will shut down. Cause I don't like, like if it's a friend, we can have that back and forth discourse. Yeah. But if I don't know you and you have like the shitty ass view of what I, I just don't, I have no tolerance and I don't really have any patience. So there's that. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those people who feel like, oh, my God, it's super important to, like, hear their side. But I'm open to it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's important. I wouldn't prioritize it. But, like, I'm open but to it. But if it happens, it happens. Yeah, because I want to know, like, what, what made you think this? And, like, I've, I, don't, I know I can't change your mind. I'm just going to give my feedback because that's what I do. Um, yeah. But I don't expect it to, like, change your mind or anything. I think, hmm. No, that's true. Like, I, I would want to hear why someone thinks that they're you know but i wouldn't want to converse with them and sit there and, and have this whole back and forth and then we get up and you're still gonna be racist 10 minutes later i wouldn't care okay. but i want want to understand like i like to know things i'm curious about people and how people's mind works and stuff but i don't know if i'm interested in trying to change people fair but yeah that was my point just like saying social media like i don't know many people of other races from social media i don't know people from like different countries mm-hmm. from social media mm-hmm. like i don't I don't fucking know. Like, I'm I'm trying to think, like, what are things that people, are people, like, totally different than me care about? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you care about a lot of things. Like, you have, like we said last week, you have strong opinions about a lot of things. And so you, I feel like you can connect with a lot more people. And you connect with a lot more people who have similar views to you. I don't, I, I do feel that way. I don't know. <laughs> no clue. Um, we got the topic about companies saying they're sorry, but like, whatever. Um, would I apologize? Yes. Would I do it? Depending on how large my company was. That's my answer. Depending on how large my company is, depends on which route I'm going to go. If I was an international company, I don't think I would have any choice but to do a commercial. Yeah. But smaller company, I probably would do something more personable. I'm trying to think um, if I've seen any companies like send any email, like an email out to all their users when they're sorry. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Maybe that maybe that's a route to take. That can be. I also feel like people delete shit off their email so quick. Yeah, I read everything. You you see, like I don't. <laughs> I do. I don't know why. I like mean, I don't read everything, but I just at least open it mm-hmm. to see what the fuck they talking about. Like literally, how many emails did you get this week from like GDPR? GDPR. Um, okay, so you know GDPR is the General Data Privacy. Oh, that yes, delete. So, um, so if you don't know, GDPR is a new privacy law that was implemented in the EU. I think it was actually passed in 2016. Oh, that's that thing that was popping up on all our show- social media apps. Yes, mm. yes, delete. So, <laughs> it was implemented in 2000. I mean, the law was passed in 2016, but I think companies had until May 25th of this year. Mm to like change their privacy rules so basically i'm not like 
super into law, but basically the short version is like now um, consumers have the right to basically uh, pick what data and which data they don't want companies to access. Oh. They should be they should be able to basically like request like you need to tell me which like what's all the data that you've been requesting from me. Um, companies they they need to customers need to be able to see like what the privacy policy is like in clear words, um, not like fine print. Right. And then I think the big thing is it sh- it shouldn't. I think companies aren't allowed to do an all or nothing thing. So you know how a lot of companies be like, hey, you need to accept our privacy policy to use this platform. Mm. Basically, what there's what the law basically says is that like consumers should be able to choose. Um, That's fair. So if you if you noticed in your email, like literally every company that you've ever subscribed to, they sent you an update. Oh, that's what I was just like, delete, delete. I deleted all. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yes, they sent you an update mm-hmm. of like oh. their new data their new data policy. Um, that's so interesting. It it was so annoying. Um, so my question is: so are they collecting data when we? So does that does this privacy law have to do with like say if I tweet? I want Wendy's and then I scroll up and I see an like ad for cookies. Wendy's. Yeah. Mm. It has to do with that as well. And one of the arguments, and like we don't need to get too much on GDPR, but I will say that since this podcast is like geared to a, towards a lot of creatives, uh, if you have like a small blog and you collect data, you also need to update your privacy policy. So every single person, if you haven't done it already, you should. And I know a lot of you guys didn't because I subscribed to a lot of blogs and I didn't get an update <laughs> email. Um, but you can like, basically the fines are up to 30% of your like earnings. Yes. Mm. Of your earnings. So you would need to subscri- um, create a new private privacy policy and it needs to be like, it needs to be easily found on your website. Mm. So most people have been linking it like on the footer, like on mm-hmm. the bottom of their um, homepage. But um, what's this company called? What's the comp? What's the, what's the site called? Most people like sell things on. Uh, not Shopify. Uh, yes, Shopify. Okay, Shopify has like a free template that you can use, and they just oh, have nice. like brackets where you like change the words. So mm. go to Shopify and download that free template. Say big cartel, but yeah, it was Shopify. Go to Shopify and download that template if you haven't updated your data policy yet. But um, so it's so funny because it started on May 25th, and can you guess? On May 25th, this one company sued Google and Facebook. Like they were just waiting for it to like the policy to go into play, mm-hmm. and they sued Google and Facebook for that reason, basically saying because they're still making you um, agree to like their terms, before. like all or nothing. Yeah, mm. literally, like soon as it hit May 25th, they were just like, "Get your money, boo!" I ain't mad. <laughs> they were just like, "You bitches ain't compliant." <laughs> So. Oh wow! You said they Google and who else? Facebook. Shit. It's like, Facebook gonna have to send another. It's like commercial. billions of dollars. That okay. They're suing them for. I mean, who who's this? I don't know. It's like a uh, Australian. Mm, like, I'm not going to Australia. It's like a non-profit. It's not like a. It's not one person that's like trying to get rich. Mm. It's like someone who's like. It's like I think it's a non-profit who's like passionate about privacy. So then it's not fair. like it's not like anyone that, that you can like shit um, creeps me make out. your sugar daddy. Right. Oh, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, it's but no, I, that. I'm that really scares me. Like, I type certain things into my computer, and then I go, I will go on Instagram on my phone and see ads popping up yeah. for that stuff. That yeah. bugs me out. But you know, the funny thing is, um, there's one argument, and it's a valid argument. But they basically were saying, like, if most companies stop using cookies, that we you'd be taking access to knowledge away from a lot of people because like that's part of the reason why those sites can be free because they mm. can use ads from your cookies 
and like they make money from ads but if we're not allowing them to use those cookies then they're not really making money anymore Hmm. and the uh, you know the website probably can't be free and I've, obviously you know like the internet provides a lot of like education and like, resources for people so that's like one argument that people are making i haven't read much about it, it could be a crack of bullshit hmm. um it makes sense but I'm like go read up on this interesting i just like read something yesterday um because i saw that facebook was being sued and i was like again and i yeah, clicked facebook on it it's just <laughs> full of scandal i don't think they're full of scandal america is just a litigious company country and Scandal. like they, any everybody gets sued. Do they? America's just so litigious. Like every fucking person. They gets better sued. not try to sue us. Like we need some lawyer friends. Any everybody gets out sued. there. <laughs> we need y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm not because I probably will get sued for all the type of sh- the shit that I say out of my mouth. To be honest, can I you don't get sued it. for stuff you say? I don't think you can. Yeah, if it's uh, what do they call it? Like De- libel or slander. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say inflammatory, but no. It's another <laughs> word that they use. Oh, um, defamation of character. Yeah. Yeah, like defamation and libel. I think libel is like written and defamation is like spoken. Mm-hmm. But this, like, they could, I would definitely get <laughs> Ooh, honey, baby. <laughs> I need to relax. Okay, so Brianna and I read this article about how social media jobs are they call them pink collar roles mm-hmm. is that what it called pink collar pink collar i kind of like that but i don't think they were saying it in a good way like i like that it's pink collar i don't like white or blue collar i don't know if they were saying it in a bad way i think they were just saying that their jobs geared towards women hmm okay continue and then i'll say my piece um but the article was what, what site was the article on? I think it Wired. Was Wired, yes, I love Wired. Um, so it was an article on Wired. What was the name of it? It I'm was called. You know. It was called "How Social Media Became a Pink Collar Job." Yeah, so you guys should read it. It was pretty interesting. Um, I just came across it, just scrolling my news app on um, my iPhone. But it basically was saying how social media like you know how there are certain words that they use in job descriptions like we need a ninja which i see that on so many job descriptions mm-hmm. um and those words are like geared towards men in the same way that like they have like the sat and the act because like sat is like more geared towards like white people blah 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 so it's very similar like in a lot of job descriptions they have words that are like geared towards men like, even they have i can't remember, i don't know exactly what word it is but like they usually have one word that's basically saying that like you take risk but the, instead of just saying take risk like the word they use and i can't I, i'm sorry i can't remember but it's like kind of like men it's kind of like be an asshole mm-hmm. um whereas like obviously that's geared towards men right because like whatever <laughs> um i don't want to bash men today i'm in the mood to bash men every day i mean that yeah I wake up. yeah I that can't wait true. till I have a daughter. She's going to bash men, too. <laughs> but that's um, our subject. <laughs> okay, so um, the article was saying that with social media, like coordinator and editor, editor jobs, they use words that are more geared towards women. And that now that those jobs are more women-based, like they're like the thankless jobs. Mm-hmm. They're the most behind-the-scene jobs. They're the lower-paid jobs. And it's interesting because they said a similar thing happened when women started getting into PR, mm-hmm. which like most PR professionals I know are women. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are underpaid. I think I was I was applying for like a PR job that it would require like four years of experience. And they were like, I think the salary was like 50000 I just was like. That's that shit that gets this was, me no, crazy. Just, be, just to be clear. This was when I was thinking about moving to San Francisco. So this was in San Francisco. 
Girl, you couldn't even get a chip for $50,000 a year in San Francisco. That's the highest. <laughs> but not even that. That would require four years of experience. Because, like, I think 50000 if it's, like, one or two years, it's, like, mm-hmm. decent. But four, it was, like, four to six years of experience. Four to six years, you should be um, about to run your own fucking PR firm at that point. The fuck? I mean, I don't know about that. The, you should be doing something, not getting $50,000. Yeah, um, but yeah, they were saying that social media roles are like the new PR roles where like they advertise to women. When I say average, I mean like the companies that are hiring, they advertise to women. They use like flowery words. Well, do you remember some of the words that were in the article? The, they said something it. in regards to like emotional, not mm-hmm. emotional intelligence, but. Um, it was something yeah. similar. Yes. <laughs> Basically saying that like you can you can play on emotions. You have the most emotional intelligence to um connect with people you're sociable that was another word that they said yeah sociable they use that a lot i mean but then <laughs> which is like no one calls men sociable they don't they really don't <laughs> they just call them like a nice guy a people person you're sociable <laughs> yeah so it, it was little things like that that they uh, were saying i think the they were they used words like emotional management and emotional labor and they was saying that um and also one thing was they were saying, like, a lot of times they may give benefits that are not paid just because, like, these are things that women like anyway. So we can pay. Like, basically, the job, they, they kind of promote the job to be something where it's, like, it's just, like, a, a something. A thing to do. Yeah, like, something you could be doing on a regular. So that what that means is because it's, like, such a fun thing, you could be doing this on a regular, we don't have to pay you a lot. Which is false, to be honest, to be fair. But... Mm. How'd you feel about the article? Um, and I, when I was, so I'm in the process of looking for a social media intern for the nonprofit that I work for. Um, and the, 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 it's, we're, we're trying to have an intern and the person who was look, telling me to hire, like look for someone to do social media. I'm like, well, this is my first thing always. Oh, we should pay somebody or like they should have a trial run. And if they do what they need to do, then we need to pay them. To me, this is doing social media is not that it's just as easy as posting something. Mm-hmm. If you are creating a social media page for a company, then you, it has to be intentional. You have to do the correct branding. You just like our Van Clore page, like it's on brand with our colors, the, our voice, our message. We don't post anything without like this proper credit. We don't post like so it, it, it takes a lot of time to sit and manage a, show, a social media account to build it from scratch mm-hmm. and to build the following and for people to understand the voice of the company, to understand what this company's mission is. And you have to do that through posting. So this is not you just posting up selfies of yourself or you know what I mean? Or posting up ass shots or whatever the case is <laughs> this is you really being as i said intentional though that is intentional and a talent as well <laughs> i'm not a po- i want to see ass pictures and selfies <laughs> but for a brand you have to like go out and find content or you have to actually create content this is not a thankless job this is you're creating an image for a company and so whether that's on instagram or twitter and you're building a following so that people can become aware of the company and to either be a consumer or to be a supporter or something like that. So the company is ultimately going to get money from people learning about their their brand. And so for you not to think it's important to pay somebody kind of bugs me out and I don't like it. Um, like it, it it's, it's like I said, it's very different than me 
posting whatever the hell I want to post. If I want to post memes all day, like you can't do that on a, on, on a company page. You have to really be professional. Grammar has to be correct. Punctuation has to be correct. You have to use the correct hashtags. You have to make sure your your page is getting to the right people. You follow the correct people. This is not, so I don't, I, I just don't, I don't agree. Not one bit. I don't agree that they should be getting, like what they said something about how like Equinox will give you like a, free membership or something like that mm-hmm. or and equinox membership is like one something a month right if I, you- I think they were um so to be to be fair i don't remember what that part in, is in the article but i think that's like a little misleading um they were saying what i'm saying is different companies they were saying like different companies offer stuff. So if it was a company that's a spa, they were no, giving them free I know, massages. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying I think that's a little misleading because that's like part of companies' benefits for no matter what job you work for. Right, but so they like, weren't paying them, were they? Yeah, they were saying they pay them, but they also do these like lifestyle things because they think like that's what they're interested in. But I do think that part was a little misleading. Um Because like that's what like I know people work for Equinox and you get a membership if you work there, no matter what you do. So, okay, so what I got from it and what I thought it said here was that in in lieu of paying them, they give them lifestyle stuff. So they'll give them free, you know, services or product or whatever, as opposed to actually paying them oh, no, no, more not. money. Oh, more. Yeah, yeah. So not, I don't think, I don't think it was, it's like as cut and dry like that, I think. Um, because I, I, I do. I don't. I don't know. I do think that part was misleading because I don't think that they're giving them these benefits in lieu of paying them. I think they're giving them the same benefits they give everyone else. They're just not paying them, because right? If if you as if, much, yeah. So like, okay. if you're paying me forty k, right, and mm-hmm. then they're paying you seventy k, but we're getting the same benefits. Mm-hmm. Those benefits aren't like an actual benefit for me. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting them. Okay. I, so that's that. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, yeah. instead of paying them what they deserve, they're giving them. They're just saying like, okay, these these benef- these are benefits for you. And it's like, no, these are benefits for everyone. Exactly. Which that's, that's part of the reason why I think the article is a little misleading. That's something that I focus on a lot, like making sure that everything that I write or say is like fully true. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I hate when people like this is off topic again. <laughs> um, but I hate when people like they'll post a picture of like, I don't know, like a white guy who like killed 50 people uh, then post a picture of like a black rapist and be like, oh, he got less time than he got. Not that's not a, that's not that's not a good example. But I just feel like you can't compare things that like are not the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because like it, even in using that example, are we saying that we wanted the black guy to get less time? I want them both to get a lot of time. Mm-hmm. One, I mean, one should probably get the death penalty, but I don't believe in that. So like whatever. Um, but. I just think I just like when people say things that are not like fully true or that like a little twisted and misleading. I think mm-hmm. that part of the article was like trying a little harder to prove the point, which mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of times when people do that, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that happens social media a lot. Like I remember there was this one. You probably remember it. This was a long time, like a couple a year ago, maybe on social media. They were saying like all oh, these black girls are going missing, and there was like these four black girls that they were like posting over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again, and like t- they were like all these black girls were missing the last week, and like one of them went missing like nine years, years ago, ago mm-hmm. and one went missing three years ago, and I'm just like we don't have to post, we don't have to post like face fake 
facts to prove our point. Like, we have so much, like, real things to use to right. prove our point. So that's why I think this article, I feel like it, it, I don't really know how I feel about that part. But um, do you know any social media managers or PR people that aren't women? Because most of them, I was thinking about it. I think most that I know are women. Every time I go on a, a site and I'm looking at, like, our team, Every single person who was social media intern, manager, PR, they were, I've never met a man in PR. I don't think I have. I didn't either. I, I don't think I've ever met a man in PR. Um, and then if he, <laughs> I don't think I did either. And then if they were a part of a firm, they most likely, from what I've seen, were like gay men. I've never really seen. I rarely see, even though, even, yeah. um, the only ones I saw are like um, Jonathan kim kardashian's yeah. friend yeah <laughs> like i'm trying to think i probably saw like one person hanging out with like a pr pr people but yeah I, I really don't um no i really and and that's the thing that kind of bothered me about the article well like just reading it and they were just saying like as soon as these women get into the field then now they're considered less of the jobs right so like now they're not paying them yeah. as much now they're not taking it as serious like you're looked at as like low-level workers whereas opposed to the other side of social media as they were saying um which is coding and tech and all of that stuff that those are primarily white men who they pay the big bucks to and that they do all of these great things for and give them all of these perks and benefits and then the women don't get shit or they get like close to nothing yeah so I, I'm just really passionate about paying people. I really, really, really believe that if someone's doing work, you need to pay them. Unless it's like a volunteer thing. But I always feel like, I don't know, even volunteers, like when people get interns and they treat like they make them work like 40 and 50 hours a week. I'm like, these people are working for free. Yes, they want experience, but you also like they, they need to get food to eat. They need to have a way to get to you. Right. If you're working in an office, they need to have a way to get to you. So maybe give them a stipend or give them a monthly Metro card or give them something so that they're able to come give them free lunch. That's how I feel about it. I just don't believe in people completely working for free because in this economy, you people don't have enough money like that. People are working two and three jobs. So I, I just I, I really don't. I don't. I think people just need to pay people accordingly and correctly. And if you can't pay them, don't hire them period that's how i feel about it i don't actually agree with that um i think that internships are a luxury that like people you have to kind of be in a certain place in your life to be able to accept them um and i think that the the solution isn't paying people the solution is fixing the wealth gap so that people don't have to work at 18 for pay but I, I do think it's a huge problem in today's society and I see so many people doing it like so many people they're like hey I want to start this business but they like can't even define marketing or like they don't know what to do with marketing and I think that's like a normal career is 40 years right like an average career length mm -hmm. and I think the idea that you have no experience and like you're, you're in your first year of your career and you think you should be paid to, and like when most of the things you do it's like probably like a lot of your time is going to be like learning things mm -hmm. i do think that is like and like like i said i do know that's a privilege and a lot of people they, they can't afford that privilege you know most people but to be fair like most people who had internships growing up they have they have better careers than people who like got a paying job like and it's because like it is a luxury and it's important it's important to be able to learn while you're young 
And the mistake that people make is like jumping out and thinking that they deserve like people will be three years into into like their career. And they're like, oh, I want to run my own business. I want to do this. But they didn't actually take the time to learn. And my leak who owns Curbox, she talks about this a lot. Like, that's where I got that statistic from, that average career is 40 years. But when people are, like, in the beginning stages of the, their career and haven't actually taken the time to learn much of anything, but, like, want, like, the world handed to them. And I do think people deserve to be paid, but I do 100% agree with internships if you can afford it. And I think the solution is to, like, figure out I don't know I don't I don't know if it's paying people because then do you only pay the people who can't afford like I don't really know how that works but I I mean for me I would totally be open to taking an internship I did it in college and I regret it and I could I could have taken it um but I just didn't Mm -hmm. I didn't work in college um and I'd like 100% regret it because all of my friends who had internships they got like straight from college and stuff they got like way better careers than I was able to get we had the same exact education well okay I don't disagree with what you said. I do also think that a lot of times that I've seen internships being posted or whatever the case is, they they want specific requirements. Like you can't, how can I say? Like you can't, you have to be in college. You have to do this and that. And it's like, it's certain things that I like and I don't like. If you want, if someone wants to work for free, right? And be an intern and get to learn the field that they're in, they should be able to apply for an internship. That's how I feel. Now, then there's another half where people are interns for like multiple years or they work interns down to the ground, which I've also seen, which I don't like being just disrespectful or like not giving them a raise, which I've seen happen a lot at uh, media platforms. So like complex or like the source or something Mm -hmm. like that, where people will work, work, work and like do great work and continue to thrive and build their resume or whatever the case is and they don't get paid or they're the senior editor but they're working for free yeah but i think that's also a sense of i don't know who's i don't know whose fault that is and like i i'm not trying to be like i'm not trying to like spew like privilege but i think it's important to understand that if you go into an internship you're not guaranteed a paid job afterwards you should have certain goals so saying like Mm -hmm. hey i want these are the things i want to learn right Mm -hmm. so let's say like i want to get better at editing i want to pick up a project management skill. And then when you learn those things, you apply for new roles. Um, you're not like guaranteed a paying job after that. So, I mean, I could, when I said I didn't get it, I didn't do an internship in college. I did do an internship, but I started it from high school. And honestly, I don't think that, um, I did so much in that internship. I interned at Bloomingdale's in the media marketing department. And I started my senior year in high school, but then I did like a few, I would do like summers for my next two years in college. But, I honestly just didn't take it that serious. I was a little younger then. So what I mean is I wish I would have did an internship when I was like late, like probably like my senior year in college and mm-hmm. I actually knew what I wanted to do. Right. Because I interned at Bloomingdale's, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I don't think I got like tons and tons and tons from it. But yeah, I think that like when you go into something, you should have a plan. Yeah. And you should say like, hey, I want to learn these things. Then when I do, I want to get out and apply for a job. That's fair. Also. And I think like once you have those skills, then you have like, because right, if you... Let's say you don't do an internship, right? And then you get a job straight out of college, which you might you might be getting like 40 something thousand a year. Mm-hmm. But then if you get an internship and you have those skills, then when you walk in the door for another job, you have like more leverage to kind of right. negotiate a bigger salary. Um so like I know there are a lot of people who can't afford internships and like that sucks and something should be done. But I just don't know if, like, paying people is the goal. Because also, just to be clear, if you're an intern, like, how much are you really getting paid? Not like, are you really getting paid, paid enough paid. to make they a should, living? They should get something. 
Oh, else. I agree with that. I agree with like metro cards or and, like, lunch, something like that. No, but I, I'm not I totally saying, agree with that. If you're an intern, you're an intern. But I feel like when you set a certain expectation for people to show up every day and like you don't like most of the interns, right? A lot of interns are in college. They don't have fucking money like that. So it's like, how do you expect this person to get here every day? Yeah. Certain things like that. Yeah, but I definitely no. agree with like the stipend. And you don't like need to give stuff. someone a full salary if they're interning. They're here to learn. But it's a give and take. Yes, they learn. And then, okay, I get a college credit. But like, also, throw me a bone. Give me some lunch, a breakfast And I or also something. think it's important that they actually learn. Right. Because some internships. Where they're it's just like, getting coffee. Yes. Yes. And they're doing like, bitch work. Yeah. So I think they also have to have the opportunity to learn because some internships, you don't learn shit. No. <laughs> They're just like, go get my coffee. You're just a volunteer for free. And so mm-hmm. that's what I mean about like, it's like sometimes they abuse, companies abuse their interns. And if you're learning, then obviously that's in lieu of you getting paid. But yeah, yeah. if you're just there doing bitch work, then like you should pay <laughs> me to be an assistant <laughs> if that's what you wanted. And that's what people do. And it's kind of wild. But yeah, we jumped. Did we jump off topic? Not really. But yeah i just feel i just feel a little bad reading this article like damn women really and this is just a consistent this is consistent women really get the short end of the stick a lot of times and work and getting paid like Mm -hmm. this equality pay gap is like a little crazy not a little crazy it's a lot of crazy (laughs) it really is i'm just thinking about like thinking about what you would charge what would you charge somebody to build your brand from scratch on social media to be fair, mm-hmm. you you probably are not built. You, you, it's really impossible to build a brand from scratch on social media. Okay. So what do you pay someone to continue to create your, build up your brand? Not from scratch. So continue to build your brand and do, I don't know. That's yeah, like priceless know. to me. It's it, like, obviously you can put a price on it, but <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's something that I don't. I'm not saying some a social media manager should get a hundred thousand. I don't think so because you can do multiple jobs. Like you can build I mean, brands for like worthy of a hundred thousand. I don't know. I I like I, I I don't know. Yeah, I just think when because when we think about social media, we have access to this like twenty four seven, and that's what a lot of companies want as well. Like they want you to oh, if you're out, you see an inspiration post, post this. You know, take a picture of it. Like that's how I've seen people who utilize social media they're like out and they see something that inspires them they take a picture and they hold it for later or they see a quote they're doing like whenever they're doing personal stuff they're also doing work stuff too so it was like they're not really turning that social media manager off until like they're in bed and so I I feel like they're doing it most of the day and like even with you you run our social media now and by the way we're looking for a social media intern which we'll get into (laughs) um but like when you're like you'll be doing your own personal stuff you meaning jq and she'll oh like oh this is this is cute for our van Clore page this is nice oh i want to post this later and it's like but it's all day long you yeah, know that what i mean sense. that so makes sense totally it's just when when like what is a price for somebody that's never turning off their work hat yeah uh, I, I don't think forty one thousand dollars that's what it said like the, that's average. the average yeah that's crazy to me so yeah, yeah, because if it's the average, that means there are a lot of people who are getting paid lower than that. Twenty and thirty, I saw, I, I saw an ad for paying entry level social media uh, strategist twenty thousand. You want someone to strategize for twenty thousand dollars? <laughs> I can't even sneeze 
Okay. You can't sneeze for twenty thousand. No, I will not. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, like, okay, if that's a contract and you want to give me twenty thousand dollars for like three or four months, that's different. But you're talking about a year. That's you can't do anything. And then like the, this, these are not like remote jobs. They want you to be, huh, in New York. So I don't know. It's just a little weird. But okay. Yeah. Um. So Briani and I, we, I thought it was really cool that they were just like. T- for some reason, this week in the news, there were, like, so many, like, dope things happening with black women um, starting businesses. And I just want to, because I think this was last week, Brie. Was this last week where we um, we said how many women of color received, like, over a million dollars in funding? Mm-hmm. You were talking about Ireland? Was that the week before? I don't know, girl. I think it was last week. <laughs> I think last week we mentioned that only 14 women of color have received over a million dollars in um, VC funding. So um, this week, so a lot of you guys have heard of Mentored Cosmetics. It's not like super, super new. Most people have heard of it. Um, I don't know if most people have heard of it, but it's not like the company didn't just start last month. So Mentored Cosmetics founders, um, KJ Miller and Amanda Johnson, they just received $3 million in funding, which is like, like that. so dope, especially for a cosmetics company. Um, because it's so, it, it's in tech, like you, it usually, I mean, and for funding, it usually looks like, like you have to be a tech company to get mm-hmm. it. And like, obviously there are a lot of companies that are not tech companies, but like tech is king right now. Um, so to see a cosmetics company owned by two black women, like two young black women, you know, it's not like they're in their 50s and have like tons and tons of experience, get $3 million in funding is super dope. So um, they were caught, co- they went to college together, they went to Harvard Business School and they kind of, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> and they basically said like they wanted to work together and they just didn't know what they wanted to work on. So they were like brainstorm, you know, like if you have a vibe with someone, you're like, hey, I would like to work with them. I don't know what, but it doesn't matter. Like, I just want to work with them. So I think that's what they had going on and then they were just like brainstorming and brainstorming and brainstorming and then one of them um mentioned that it's so hard for her to find a nude lipstick that looks good on her which like same girl okay um and they were like oh let's do that so then they started mm-hmm. minting that is so cute it is it's really cute i love that <laughs> so they're the 15th and 16th yes the 15th and 16th B- black women, women. no, no black, black women, women mm-hmm. to receive over a million dollars in funding i yes. like that um like that. latino women i think it's like such a low number we don't even know how much if any latino women received yes. over a million dollars in funding um women i mean women don't get a lot of funding in itself but like women of color they really don't get any but for black women it's so far it's been 16 women mm-hmm. to get over a million in funding yeah i mean well congrats to them yeah um congrats Brie? Well, sorry, excuse me. So I was reading an article um, on Black Enterprise, and it was about, well, the article says, The Broke Black Girl, How a Facebook Group Became a Financial Movement for African-American Women. Okay, what's this? I'm broke. I'm black. I'm a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So her name is, uh, I don't know, I think it's Deja Kennedy, and she's in her 20s. Um, Oh, that's cute. She created a Facebook group for to give tips to women on financial literacy. And nice. last year she created it last year October and well 2017 October and she was basically they used that as like a place where everyone would give tips and tricks and financial advice and things to basically build up your credit, build up your finances, savings, all of these things. And so now um her first event was in February. She's already made like $11,000 by doing events and talks and one-on-one Wait, sessions. can you say the name of her event? Because it was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Deja. 
the broke black girl. No, pancake pajamas and priorities. There you go. <laughs> oh, the broke black girl is the is the Facebook group. Excuse yeah. me. The name of the event was pancake pajamas and priorities. I should have went. <laughs> For real. I don't like pancakes. I like waffles. Yeah. But. I was just about to say that. Twins. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. I love mm-hmm. waffles way but Like, mm, okay. We'll talk about waffles another time, but I love waffles. <laughs> I have like three waffle irons in my house. Um, <laughs> but she, um, where was I getting Sorry. No, no, no. That's <laughs> fine. She uh, made $11,000 from what? February 2018 until now. Just by like doing months. Mm-hmm. Like by doing consulting events and I, I really love that because you just she was going through financial hardship or she was married and she had two children and then she got divorced because of financial stuff that they had irreconcilable differences. Um, and then she just found a way to make some things on social media work for her. And now she gives advice. She has experience in finance. And so she's given all of this great advice to women and making money, too. I'm like, OK, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no i i really I, I love it oh my god my like when i laugh it hurts so bad because i've been working out and like you my stomach pathetic. my stomach is just like pathetic i thought <laughs> I, I expected more from you my stomach is pathetic <laughs> <laughs> um i wanted to mention um winona satcher hopefully i'm saying her name right but i feel like i am mm-hmm. it, it looks like it I, you never know True. You never know. <laughs> but no, that looks correct. But no, no. Because people names be like spelled. I don't know. Like we know how black people love using apostrophes mm-hmm. when you don't need an apostrophe. You literally don't. <laughs> but they want you to stop in the name. So like Mink's name is Shanae and it's an apostrophe. So it's like Shanae. You don't need an apostrophe. But that's how I'm going to say your name now. Shanae. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Winona Satcher, she's a designer, um, a landscape architect, and a city planner. And she kind of noticed a, a a void that needed to be filled with just, like, entrepreneurs not being able to have space, which is part of the reason why, like, their businesses can't succeed. So she's starting a campaign to launch money so she can turn shipping containers into, like, low-cost entrepreneurial spaces on empty lands. Which is, like, very dope. So, it's, like, you know, as if you guys know, like, shipping containers, they're, like, pretty big enough to, like, make into a small little mm, office. That is so true. And you can make them, like, you can fix them up to make them look really nice. So, she's, like, she's, um, she's, I think she's raising money right now. I watched a video with her. She's raising money right now. This is in Atlanta. That makes me want to cry. That is, like, pretty dope. I love that so much. We can get a shipping container. <laughs> That's pretty dope. <laughs> that is so nice. So go donate some money to her, Brie. I am. Um, she has like, um, if you guys like Google her, she because like obviously she's like an architect and a designer, so she has like some like pictures drawn up. And it's basically like the shipping can- container. They added like a glass door to it and some windows, and it like it's painted. It looks really cute. Um, so shout out to her for that. Black like, woman can do anything. That is true. Oh my God! Wow. And this is what, like, she didn't even raise the money she needed. So imagine if we had the money that we need. Oh, my God. Take over the world. You, I have tears. I just can't. No, I she's can't. so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious. I'm, like, okay, I'm You're not going to dwell on it. I'm not dramatic. I'm just really sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, speaking of, oh, God, I really have tears. So, no, <laughs> no, she's she's serious, guys. She, I really She do. just called me pathetic for working out. <laughs> 
I'm touched. I'm She's moved. She's crying. I really, I'm removed. I really am. Um, so there is a, a woman of color named Kimberly Moore, and she's 53 years old, and she's starting a a ride sharing company called Car to Carpool to School. I saw this. I think they were talking about this on the friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to other podcasts like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, which I think is amazing. It's for people going to school. Um, and then she was working. Well, she's a woman of color. Right, black, older, and she's out of her league, um, simply because the ride sharing movement is started in Silicon Valley with like a whole bunch of tech people, and she she had experience, and more so, um, I don't. Is Verizon tech? Uh, not really. Like not in tech the way that we call think of it as tech, but yeah. she. Um, I mean, I just like the fact that it's someone. She's not your typical white male in his 20s or 30s coming up with a ride sharing business and so and she's helping people get to school conveniently on a good price i like i like a sale okay <laughs> they was talking about they was talking about this on a friend zone they asked each other um would you let your kid take this and that's my question for you yeah okay not me i would my kid is not going in no car with no stranger not so now it- not next year not ever not alone. So, if my kid was going to school outside my house, I would let my kid take it. But my kid is not going to school outside my house. <laughs> my kid is going to homeschool or they're going to community school in the community, like in the next house over. But I, I think if they were not a kid kid, I think that if they were maybe 14, 15, 16, yes. Oh, yeah. If they were 14, 15, 16. Not a baby child. I think if they were 14, 15, 16, they, got, they, they like travel by themselves anyway. Is this, did she say, like, who's this for? Like, with all ages? No, it just said a safe, reliable school carpool solution. So far, so good. I mean, kids take the bus, and, like, that's a stranger. Yeah, and you don't so, know the bus driver. So you I can't it, track the trip. Yeah, I guess it depends on, like, what kind of, like, um, like background checks they do and, like, certifications and stuff. So, yeah, true. I, I, I think more so... I don't, I've just heard so many bad stories about kids getting beat up on the bus. I did, if you're in a carpool, it's but maximum four of you, unless the car is bigger than it's six. No one's going to be beating my kid up in the backseat of the bus. Did you see that video? It was a video on Twitter today, um, and it looks like it was old, and also looked like it, was, it looked like it wasn't in America because the kids were speaking different languages, but it was like this black mom with her black son and she had him on a slide and the, the white kids were like blocking the slide so he couldn't go on it. And then they started hitting him. Like his mom was standing right there. They were blocking the slide so he couldn't go on it. And then they started hitting him. So the mom like picked him up and took him to the other side of the park. And then he was like on this like, um, what are those Seesaw? Called? Seesaws, yes. Um, and then they came over there and they started yelling to him like, you're not white. You're not white. And then one of them hit him on the head again. Oh, those kids' necks would have been broken. <laughs> uh, not a joke. Mm-mm, not a joke. I, I don't even play like that with like my godchildren or my niece or anything like that. So if it was my kid, them, I will kick those kids in the face. I'm not even joking. I will go to jail that day. So my kids are cruel. So yes, um, carpool is probably better. Probably maybe safe, safe, more safe from other children than because the bus. <laughs> my thing is you don't also do a background check on the person who's driving the bus. They do background check. 100%. I'm talking about like you can't like I don't know the bus driver. I can't track the trip. Oh, I think that's I, I think for 
me, I just want to know that one is being done and they have right. certain certification. Like, I don't need the results. Because if, if, if you I pass it, I mean, if you pass it, then the results should be nothing. True. True. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I just like the idea of, I don't, no, yeah, I, I think didn't think about it further about my children being in it because I know my kid is not going anywhere without me anyway <laughs> until they're 21, <laughs> not even to college. But um, I, I, I like that she's like shaking up the little ride No, yeah, yeah, industry. that's dope. But yeah that's dope i'm just thinking about me kicking some kids no down. seriously Bri. someone tweeted they said i would they said they basically said i forgot what exactly it was but they said um i hate that i would have to traumatize some children for beating their parents asses so they wasn't saying it was being the kids ass they were saying it was being the parents ass i would do both but i i was gonna say the same thing because i in the video, there were no other adults in sight. Like, I would have been like, call your parents right now. There were no other adults like in the actual frame of the video. They could have been like on the other side. But like the fact that your child has the balls to act like this and you're so like if you're there and you're the parent, you you and your child is getting beat. No. Because like That's breaking my heart. If you get beat, that's not enough because your child hasn't learned their lesson. Listen, I'm gonna make you give your child an ass whoop and then I'm gonna whip your ass. <laughs> Or vice versa. I'm going to whip your ass and then make you give the child an ass whooping. That's yeah. just not okay. I and they don't. were saying, like, you're not white. Bitch, I didn't. I don't fucking want to be white. And who the fuck said I was white? Like, okay. Well, like, okay. I never came in here wearing an I am white t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck you mean? I don't want to be white. I like the fuck good. Okay. <laughs> but then his mom, after they hit him the last time, she just picked him up and he left the park. She's pussy. I can't. That's not nice. Nah. She's just, she, she, she's just a classy. She's too classy. A respectable Mm-mm. woman who doesn't want to go to jail in front of her kid. Because she knows that if she did hit the white kids. Damn, that is so fucked. Like, that's They would up. arrest her and her son who but was that, like six. The part that like people have to do that all the time. They have to get black people, people of color, have to get up and walk away. They can't fight back mm-hmm. at all mo- a lot of times. Yep. When they're not, when the person is white. They can't get up and just. Especially not no white kids. <laughs> no, she would go under the jail. So I take that back. Son. She's not pussy. But me, she has uh, restraint and she has a le- level of class that I can never reach. <laughs> because me, as soon, the first time you block my kid, I'm coming down the slide and kicking y'all down. So I think her son was trying to climb up the slide and they were like blocking it. And they like they hit him like three times. I would have ran like... up the slide with my child and punched <laughs> them all in the face. I, I don't need to be anybody's mom. And I don't need my kid to be outside because my kid is just going to be embarrassed all the time. I'm going to be the mother going. Someone, a teacher says something to my kid, going up to the school, punching you in the face. Remember that video I sent you with the mom? I guess her, son, <laughs> her, her child worked in, her daughter worked in like a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she went in and she was going to fuck off. She said she got a she said she got a mama who bout that life. And she got a daddy. Her daddy right here. I guess the boy told her to suck his dick or something yeah, like that. Something disrespectful. Very disrespectful. And I like that. That's gonna be me. You're not gonna say anything to my child because I'm gonna be up in there in a bonnet she and was a robe. Like, she was like at the kid's job. And I said I said it to Bree and I was like, This is my mom. Cause like that literally. My mom would hundred percent do that. I love that. Like, my mom is too no classy. Mom's, she would do that. My mom was, but I mean, my mom used to say, if someone hit you, hit them back. That's what she used to, but my mom, she wouldn't go up to my school and like scream at people. She would just be like, that's unacceptable. No, my mother would not scream at people. She would go into my school, pop in on people. Mm. That's My goal. mom, like, my mom is very protective over us. So like, she a hundred percent would mm-hmm. like, that's her. Like the whole, <laughs> like, she got a mama who bout that. I feel like she would say something similar. Oh, I can't wait to but, get like, that mom. My mother would have came with like weapons and shit. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Brie. When my mother, so my mom brought my little sister to New York to stay at my house for a week. Mm-hmm. 
So in my sister's bag, there was like a there was a taser. <laughs> there was a a, 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 a like pocket knife. I love that so much. Uh uh-uh. um, it's this thing she got. She called it her bitch beater. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's like nunchucks? No, it's like I don't know what it is. It's like it's like a little handle. It's like an oval thing, kind of, and it has like a handle you put your hands through and you oh, grab it. What you call it? Like uh, brass knuckles? No, it's it's long. It's hmm. like I don't know what it is. I really don't know. It's a bitch beater. It's so funny because she inherited it from. <laughs> so um, my my grandma's best friend. She like we we grew up with like her family. So like her family, like we call them my family. And um, when she died, like she left that to my mom because she knows that like there's something that my mom would enjoy. I love that so much. I love that she inherit. I hope she passes it down to Jade. I really do. I really, really do. I'm gonna get one. I need. I need a family family heirloom. I really do. And I feel like a weapon is perfect. Yeah. So she came to New York with like all of that stuff, and she was like, "When you send Jade back, make sure you put my weapons in her bag." A bitch beater. I like that. She had. Oh, she had mace. That a taser and a knife. Oh my god, I made somebody. Before. And I was just like, "What do you like? What did you think was gonna happen when you got here?" She just didn't know. You I gotta think, be prepared. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I want to get more mace. <laughs> I had to make somebody before in, in high school. I I don't regret it. I just hate that I had to do it because I also made my lip and I made some of my friends. <laughs> they was all too close. <laughs> um, and she never fucked with me again. Unfortunately, I had to do it, but. <laughs> Um, Brie, you want to talk about Lauren Simmons? Um, yeah, we could talk about Lauren Simmons. So she is, I believe, like one of the only, the only, the only mm-hmm. woman of color who is a stockbroker. She's on the stock. Not well, even not women st- of color. The only woman. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Only full time stockbroker. Yes, on Wall Street. Which and she's is, so pretty. Yes, but she also didn't have any background. I should have commented on her looks when we're talking about her business. <laughs> she's just so cute. She didn't have any, she had like background in finances and like different industries. So she had like, uh, she was working at Six Flags and she worked at like retail stores and, and I believe she was like a nurse. I believe that's what I said. But she didn't really have specific stockbroking. She interned at a, a clinical treatment center, but she wasn't a nurse. There um, she was doing like finance stuff. So, and she's just, I just think that's amazing. The power of internships. Right? Okay. I mean, we brought that back full circle. <laughs> but she she had all of these different jobs in, in f- with finance background. And now she is the only. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The only woman I'm, who. Sorry. I'm like still like reading and mm-hmm. looking down. What? And she's only 23 to be yes, clear. So she's I, probably one of the youngest there. That's crazy to me. Um, Stockbroken is something that like I have a friend who was like really, really. He wanted to get into stocks and he. um. <laughs> He was studying like for like you know so you don't need to have like a college degree but he was mm-hmm. studying for it like oh like hours into the middle of the night like studying for his test and like studying for it for a long time so obviously it's something that she was like hey I'm interested in this and put her mind to it because I know it's not easy because my friend is like super super smart and it wow. was not easy for him he's one of the only guys that I would call smart because niggas ain't smart um and that's uh, stuff like this just warms my heart I'm telling you women can do anything. Oh, anything, anything. Um, what isn't that from Annie? Annie, I. Hmm. Is it? I don't know because it wasn't. She was like anything, and then they answered like anything. I don't remember. Uh, I haven't watched Annie in a while. Jade like knows the, all of the words, doesn't she? My sister does know all the words, but I like 
actually that's not me and my boyfriend watched it together like a couple of months ago just us two i love annie like the black version it is really cute mm-hmm. um it's like perfect i don't remember i'll be anything. listening to the soundtrack on youtube sometimes hmm. like while i'm doing my makeup and shit it's kind of odd but okay <coughs> that's good i listen to the frozen one too I used to listen to the Disney radio on Pandora where they sang all the Disney, like Akuna Matata, a whole new world. I, I listened to that like rec- like last week doing my makeup. It was so, it's so good. It's so nostalgic. It really, really is. And then I had my little cousin at my house um, and she was act. we were doing quote unquote charades. She doesn't know how to do charades, by the way, but she was acting out scenes from different movies and then we just had to guess it but like she was saying line for line oh my god it was so she she did like such a good job she needs to be on tv (laughs) um so today we were we had like a really 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 fun podcast (laughs) planned for you guys um it was gonna be cute but our guests couldn't make it, so we're going to reschedule with her. Not like she wasn't flaky. She, she had a valid reason. <laughs> it wasn't like she was like yeah, a flaky Yeah, that did sound a little shady. No, no, no. No, no, She had a valid reason. Um, <laughs> she couldn't make it, but I'm excited to have her on, so we're going to reschedule for her. But I wanted to do like a wild card episode, but we ended up like we ended up doing our business segment for like a little long. So I just have like a few questions that I think will be fun to ask Bree. Um and to be clear, like even though I wrote these questions, I did not think of my answers beforehand. So I think it'll be fun. Um, I love when people ask me questions. They're just like stupid questions, honestly. Ooh. They're just like fun, stupid you questions. You know, I love fun, stupid stuff. Okay. So <laughs> you got to have a threesome to stay alive. Who are you doing it with? Ooh, Drake and Rihanna. Boom. You think Rihanna will be into it? Yes. I don't care what she said. You didn't <laughs> ask all the hypotheticals. You just said if you have to stay alive, who are you going to do it with? And I fucking said what I said. What I about you? I feel like... Um, don't think about it too much. Drika Gates, Kevin Gates' wife, mm-hmm. and Rihanna. There's no dick involved. You need the dick. No, I don't no, want to see don't. two pussies in my face. I don't need a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I never need that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you had a profile on like a sex like prostitution website, what would your code name be? Code name. Shit. Um. Okay, does it have to be my, like, prostitute name or just, like, the screen name? Your screen name. Oh, Big big Breast Beauty. (laughs) (laughs) What about after you get your breast reduction? You got to change your name. Um, um, (laughs) um, Black black Goddess. (laughs) So, mine. And, like, this is something that I kind of thought about beforehand only because this used to be like i love this name um mine is gonna be carlos danger carlos <laughs> you don't you don't know <laughs> um anthony weiner you don't remember anthony weiner he was a house of, he was in the house of representatives and he got caught like on some sex website <gasps> and his name was carlos danger on the site <laughs> i like that i like that so much the one who got oh my god i like that but not for a woman i, I, like, I, I feel would, like what about carla danger no i like carlos <laughs> you're sick that was my name you know how like on twitter you have your at name then like mm-hmm. your other name that was my <laughs> other name on twitter for like a year <laughs> i kind of like that um new york um politicians are like they've been caught in like sex things because it was it was anthony weiner recently and then it was um the the what is it called the prosecutor the prosecutor in new york um eric snyderman 
Hmm. He just got caught. Well, they said. What about our president? <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm talking about like New York City. Like it's just, like back to back to back. Really? Eric Snyderman, he just had to step down like two, three weeks ago because he was like, mind you, he was like the feminist politician. Like literally, like all the feminists, like they held him as like the one politician. And like to be fair, because I, I don't want to take that away from him, he was like even when he was younger, he used to do like he used to be like um, an abortion walk like supervisor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he would like walk women to their abortions to make sure they like Aww. got they're safe and stuff and like he did like he fought back like he implemented like he were trying he was trying to implement like a lot of like sexual harassment laws and he was the one that was trying to prosecute um harvey weinstein Mm -hmm. he was like a strong abortion support a strong um pro-trade supporter so he did do a lot for like feminist movements and like women so what did he do he was like hitting um like he would get drunk and like abuse women and tell them like oh um i run new york like you can't like you can't prosecute me if you tell anyone you're never gonna like no one's gonna believe you or stuff like that that is so yeah this was just like three weeks ago and then it was the other one on scandal where he he was like this huge feminist but he wasn't he was a an author and a professor and he was this huge he did this huge thing season was this because you're just catching up i feel like i I forgot most old seasons i think this was like six like the last six or five one of those And he, but he was raping women and his wife was helping him, like drugging them. Okay. But not saying it's the same thing, but it's like giving me flashbacks. Uh, Then there was another one. It was Anthony Weiner. I only remember Anthony Weiner because Eric Snyder. No, there was another one. Um, Anthony was the one he was sending the pictures. Yes. Because I remember Weiner and like they were making a lot of like Weiner jokes. Yes, but there was another one. Um,. Damn, I can't remember his name. Oh, Elliot Spitzer. That's who it was. Hmm. Spitzer uh, sounds familiar. Elliot but. Spitzer. What did, he's like, it was prostitution scandal. I mean, was he buying prostitutes? Yeah, I think that's all he was doing, which is like, that's okay to me. But I, I whatever. I was to say, why is that scandal? I mean, is but he it's married? A, it's, I mean, it's illegal. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he could have just said that they were his sugar babies. No, it was like, he was like. It was like a, a legit prostitution ring. Uh, that he was running? No, but that he was getting from. So you can't uh, say they're your girlfriends if it's like you're using an actual escort agency. Okay. It's fair. different if he just like met a girl. Mm-hmm. It, it was like he was using an escort agency. Prostitution should not be illegal. I mean, that is fair, but, you know. So, yeah, the the New York um, Office of Politicians. Yeah, a little just, shady. <laughs> just, <laughs> just they a have, little They've full of scandal. Um, Scandalous. Okay. So, <laughs> if white people had to give you reparations, but it couldn't be money, and you could only choose three things, what are you choosing? You have to be very specific. So, you can't say, I want a building. You have to say, like, what building do you want? If they have to give me reparations. Three things. And it can't be money? No. Okay. Um, one, they need to open up all of our Van Clure spaces. <laughs> Boom. Two, um, they need to open up my mom's business for her. <laughs> And three, they need to build my mom and grandma a huge house that has <laughs> separate wings and that comes with a driver for my grandma and that comes with a new car for my mom. <laughs> I feel like mines are not as personal as yours. <laughs> so mines, one is like we need the states of New York mm-hmm. and California and Florida too. So no white people are allowed in any of those three states. Honestly. The same way Israel the same way Israel got their own state, black people deserve their own state too. I so, love Florida, but I only love Miami. The rest of Florida can fucking go. But that's because it's full of racist white people, but it won't be anymore. What about Atlanta? I don't want Georgia. Fair. Okay. Georgia, no. <laughs> Miami has beach I mean Florida has beaches. They have Disney World. 
Georgia has Savannah Beach. No, thank you. Fair. No, thanks. I don't want it. They can keep it. Uh, and I want like the coast. <laughs> like it's not a coast. It's not just, I don't. I, I, yes, I would. I would only live in cities that are like coast cities. Fair. Um, New York is not, but whatever. Kind of, whatever. <laughs> um, so we will have that. Um, they have to get up for every every time they see a black person on the train. They need to get up or the bus. <laughs> So, <laughs> you see someone that is a, not even just black. I'm, we're we're going to extend this reparation to all people of color. The states is just for black people, but we're going to be nice. And if you see a person of color on the train, you got to get up. I don't care if you're pregnant. <laughs> I don't care if you're 92 years old. I don't care if your foot is broken. <laughs> you need to get up. And then my third one, hmm. I didn't, hmm. You said not money, and I couldn't believe you said that. Cause if if it's if it's money, then everyone's just gonna say money. No. It's not a fun question. Fair. And like, if black people were to get reparations, it probably wouldn't be money anyway. Um, every black person gets a free college education. I like that. There's that. Those are mine. I like that a lot. You're you're more global, not global. You're more uh, for the people, and I'm more for self. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, that's what it's looking like. I feel like. I don't know. Like, I'm not, like, obviously I want to be successful. But when I think of success, I don't think of money. Like, mm-hmm. I think of being able to, like, accomplish things I want to accomplish. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like if I'm, like, surrounded by more black people and have more access to black people and black people have more access to, like, resources and education, then, like, nothing can stop me from being successful. So, I can, I like, like that. get that. Whatever. I like that a lot. But, yeah. um, we, we need New York is ours. Oh, my God. New York would be so cute if it was all black. It would. Oh, my God. I would have so much fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else do I have? <laughs> If you were stranded on an island for two weeks and you could only take five things, what are you taking? My laptop. Not including clothes. No. Because you have clothes. I'll make, I'm, I'm thrifty. I will make coconut bras and <laughs> leaf skirts. But I would bring my laptop because of my music. Um, I would bring chapstick because I cannot <laughs> live without chapstick. I would bring gum because I cannot live without that either. Um, what else would I bring? Something that I love. And snacks included? No, but yeah, food is included. Okay, I, I mean you have to get food on the island. Okay, so now I would just eat fish and stuff. So three, I, those are the only three things I need. Oh, and I would need to bring like some type of um, hotspot or something for Wi-Fi so I could be on my laptop. Um, those are the only things I care about at this point. Uh, that's uh, that's five anyway. No, you counted one twice. Like you used one finger twice. No, laptop, chapstick, gum, hotspot, and then my computer charger. So five. <laughs> um, I would bring, I would bring tampons number one because Mother Nature loves playing with me. <laughs> My period just comes whenever it wants to. <laughs> so that's the first thing I bring in. So um, I, I, you never know. I'm bringing. So I, I'm like, I need to do some type of skincare on that island. So if I had to choose one skincare <laughs> item, it's probably going to be um, Sunday Riley Good Jeans. So I'm going to bring that. That's my favorite skincare product. So that's two. Three, um, I'll probably bring like a book that I, a book that I'm willing to read like numerous times. So um, probably like Huey Newton's Revolutionary Suicide. I'm bringing a pen and paper. That counts as one because like, what the fuck? That's actually two. That counts as one. And when you buy a paper, do you buy a pen with it? I mean, like a notebook. Yes, notebooks comes with pens. Mm, depending. 
well, I'm going to get the one that comes hmm. with pen. And my fifth thing is, hmm, I don't know, a brush. A brush. I don't care how <laughs> I look on a stranded island. No, I just don't want my hair to get tangled. Fair. I'm telling you. A brush, yeah. I don't need a laptop. I'm, I'm totally fine with like a book and a pen and paper. I need my laptop. But I definitely need a And I definitely need. Read. No, bitch. Uh-uh. I take it back. I need to bring sunscreen. <laughs> so no brush sunscreen. <laughs> and when I go to the island, I'll just make sure I have a scrungy in my hair. So I, I won't take say, my hair to the also, like twist it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I need sunscreen. <laughs> so I'm bringing sunscreen. Oh, oh my God. I wish I could be on the island for two. I would be on my laptop. I would be perfectly fine. Did you did you see the article? I think I sent it to you. There was like a white woman who, um, she like, she, she started a company and she sold it and she bought an island. That's like a woman only island. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Um, one more. Uh, if you, okay, this is one. is very simple. If you had to choose between Tina Knowles and Jennifer Lewis as your grandma, who are you choosing? Tina Knowles. Her pussy makes stars. <laughs> <laughs> and I want Solange to be my best friend. So there's that. I feel like I'm choosing. So the only reason I'm choosing Tina knows is for Solange because I feel like I can get closer to Solange. But I would choose Jennifer Lewis because she's fun. She's fun, but that could be my ra- my ratchet auntie. I want Solange to be in my family. No, same. She's same. like, and I kind of want Blue animal. to be in my family too. Did you see that video that Tina posted when she was like, she was at the ballet I think in France, and she was like taking the video when they like the rule was like no cameras, and Blue was in the background like, "You're not supposed to be recording, Grandma." Oh Tina was just ignoring her, and Blue was like, "Grandma, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to." <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't see that video. This was like a couple of days ago. But it was so funny because Miss Tina literally did not respond. She just kept on recording and talking on her Instagram video. And Blue was just in the background like, Grandma, you're not supposed to. <laughs> Someone retweeted and they were like, we love a Lord Biden citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, those are all the questions I have. Oh, I wish you had more. I know. But with this, it would be too long. The episode would be way too long if we have fair. more. That is fair. I mean, so, okay, to wrap it up. This was really long. It was. Let's longer than it. expected. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Later. See you next week. Or talk to you next week. Or whatever. You know what we mean. Peace. <laughs>